Guys, I have a question, and I know that I know that we usually keep it pretty light um, at the top of the show, but um, I saw something this week, and it it really made me reflect on a lot of things. So, um, this week, the World Health uh, Organization, what the, the world, the people who decide like what is and isn't a pandemic, WHO. Thank you. I was like, is that what it's called? Uh, yeah, you they officially yeah. okay. They're officially declaring an end to the COVID global health emergency, and that was over a thousand days ago. Wow! And I'm curious um, how the pandemic has affected your collecting. Like, how have you changed as a collector related to COVID before the pandemic and after? I'll start. Um, I know with us, Dean, um, our our group was initially. Um, very uh local um we did like collector meetups at different stores um we did uh you know house get togethers uh we would stream in person a majority of the time and um i remember march 13th i actually just posted on ox the other day when we first had that first case in san antonio and san antonio kind of went under lockdown for two weeks we thought um I was like, well, I mean, things are going to be different. Like, we're going to have to move to online. And, you know, fortunately, we already had some framework for that already set up. But um, we pretty much stopped meeting uh, up for, like, the big get-togethers because, you know, a lot of the mom-and-pop stores, they closed uh, most of their hours because of COVID. And um, I don't go hunting as much as I used to. I used to really enjoy going hunting. Um, Now that COVID's kind of you know, been ramping down. I've been going out a little bit more, but I mean, I would go, you know, a few Walmarts, a few targets. And with the pandemic, it was like in and out or even just like curbside pickup for a lot of things. Um, and so I miss that. I do a lot more online shopping now. I thought you meant legit hunting. I was like, isn't that the one thing you can do in a pandemic? <laughs> go yeah. hang out with the deer. No, yeah, like sorry. Yeah, it's <laughs> hunting, yeah. Fair. yeah. Yeah. I used to, you know, especially here, and Zach and I have kind of touched on it on small talk a little bit, but San Antonio is just like a collecting city. Like, if if you're not the first person in the door, like you're probably not going to end up with something because so many people like will buy the stock of something and then you're forced to pay yeah scalper prices. So I used to leave my house around like two or three in the morning. And like a big, I would divide the city up like a clock and I would start at midnight and I'd work backwards and I would hit every Walmart, you know, and I used to do that, man, two, two times a week. And, you know, by the time I'm finishing up all the Walmarts, the targets would start opening, you know, this is like an all night thing, you know? And then I would hit a few targets and then maybe a Toys R Us, but, you know, those are no longer in existence. Um, the, most Walmarts... Calgary even, got all of them. We've got, like, eight <laughs> yeah, Toys R Jesus. <laughs> even now, I don't think a lot of the Walmarts are open 24 hours anymore. They're not. I don't think I've seen a single Yeah, I don't think they've ever come back from that. So I completely stopped toy hunting. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, and I've done a lot more, I guess, online shopping and 
paying a little more than I'd like to a lot of the times, like especially yeah. with like the Sonic figures and stuff. Um, so yeah, it's kind of it's definitely been kind of a a bummer um, changing the way you know that I collect things. Dante says, "Did any WalMarts go back to twenty four hours? I don't know that I've seen any." Uh, Tukatri said those treasures end up in Goodwill and Zach scoops them up. Uh, Equan says before COVID, Lando's peg warming. After COVID, Lando's of all scale peg warming. Uh, <laughs> ben, how how did COVID change uh, your collecting for you? It's interesting. We lost uh, 24 hour WalMarts about 10 years ago uh, now in Canada. Uh, they went to all 11 p.m. That was the latest they were, but um, wow. it changed it. It changed it quite a bit for me, but in in different ways than it did for you guys. So um before COVID, i collected basically by myself i didn't really know anybody in the community um i would tune into like justin's collection and watch unboxings uh and just kept to myself uh with regards to my own collection um and then of course we're all stuck inside for significant periods of time so uh and we'd canceled our cable television at the time because it was like there's no point in paying for that right now like you'd think that that would be the time you'd want to pay for it but when bills are getting tighter and you don't know if you're going to lose your job it's like you, you get rid of all the those extra random expenses and so i started watching free youtube and that's how i came across guys like yourself and even like the jetta patrols and and one six scale man and those guys and so um it actually got me into the YouTube uh, hemisphere, uh, which was kind of cool. And then the other thing that I, I really changed when it came to my collecting was how I spent the money. Uh, so I used to put collectibles on credit cards and then just slowly pay them off over time. But because I'm in sales uh, and I'm in specifically paint sales, uh, if it's a pandemic and we're not painting, then we're not making sales and we're not making money. And so there was a big period of time there where I was like, ooh, like I am going to get fired like any day now or laid off at least like. And so having extra credit availability on the credit card and on the line of credit and stuff like that felt more important uh, than collectibles. So now I would kind of converted that I would only buy a collectible if I had cash in hand for it or I'd saved it up slowly in my bank account to pay it in full. Uh, and so that I can keep those credit cards still even uh, as emergency use only uh, as best as I can. And uh, it's only been recently that I've even heard of things like PayPal and four and stuff like that. But uh, yeah. yeah, keep those credit cards available just in case we get never, another pandemic. You never know uh, when you're going to need a little extra money. So knock on wood. But yeah, yeah, it's crazy. If you're in the chat, let us know. We'll read some comments throughout the show. But uh, it's wild, man. I think I think I looked it up. It was like over 1,200 days, I think. It depends like where you're at. Like For us, it didn't really hit till March. But some parts of the world were as early as January 2020. So... It's pretty crazy that, you know, we, we all, or most of us came out on the other side. But uh, let's get the show started. It's going to be a good one, boys. Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. You've got a billion toys. <laughs> you brought into the doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. 
This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash collecting weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. And I'm Ben. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. You know what I kind of miss? You know what I kind of miss? Wow. What the Sorry. Hell? Sorry. I, had to, I have <laughs> wow. to add it. You know what I miss? Dean's I miss, smiling face. I miss when we used to get our, our names in the right order for the first time because we'd feel so proud of ourselves. <laughs> but then over the uh, last like eight, nine weeks, we've been pretty polished with it. I, I kind of miss that little sense of pride when we say our names in the little, right order. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. A little pat on the back, as <laughs> it were. Right. Yeah. There you go. Anyway, before I was so sweetly interrupted... Uh... It's easy when Marco doesn't show up, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, we want to thank everybody for listening out there in TV land, wherever you're catching us on the replay of your live. Thank you. We love you. There we go on the silver screen, the big screen, the small screen, the phone screen. Anyways, uh, we have a great show planned for you guys today. We're going to do it a little bit. So great. It's going to be so great for you. Okay. Well, um, wow. Hyping you up. I know how it feels to be interrupted now. Um, we have a, good, a great show for you guys tonight. It's going to be a little different. We're going to split up some of the Hot Toys news uh, so we don't have to repeat ourselves too much. Dean, we have a very special segment that all of our favorite shows start out with. Yeah, you guys ready? Yes. It's new this week. Yeah, yeah. What'd you get new this week? Uh, so... Ben, did you get anything new this week? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, so I got saving. the... I uh, I did something I thought I'd never do. I bought another Metacom figure, six scale. This is Ultria Pin Dragon, aka King Arthur, uh, from the Fate series. Um, I picked up two. So the first one, the one on the left here, is from Fate Grand Order, and it's a very expensive figure. She was like, I was looking, and usually in the realm of like five hundred bucks. And one of them popped up on Mercari for 200 bucks, but she didn't have the little hair piece that's on top of her head. And I was like, well, that's not like a huge deal, but you know, 300 bucks off, like that's not bad. And so I was kind of thinking about it. And then like literally a couple posts down, somebody posted another one loose, but it was like, the armor was broken and uh, she was missing some of the armor and, but she had the hair piece with the little top thing and she was only a hundred bucks. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to pick up both. I'll, st- I'll still save like 200 bucks. I can have her in her casual outfit. You just take all the armor off and I'll use, like the hands from the more expensive figure on the cheaper one. And I, so I, I mismatch these two figures to have both looks. One of them obviously doesn't have the hair piece. Cause you know, it only came with one, but yeah, I, I'm super happy how this turned out um, to have both looks on the, on the shelf. So um, very cool. I like it. They look wow. like different figures entirely, buddy. That's an amazing. That's an amazing yeah, it's thing. literally the exact yeah. same figure, only you strap on all the armor over this outfit. It's kind of hard to tell because she's wearing the cape here. Mm-hmm. Is it hard yeah. to do that? No, it's super easy. 
Uh, the hand swap out, and then the gauntlets just come off. The armor clips around her her uh, chest, and then the there's like a waist piece that has the armor going down her legs. So very easy to do, and yeah. So I have I was like, yo, worst case scenario, if I ever need to sell these, you know, I could probably still make a couple couple hundred bucks. So two worst from, worst case Ontario. Yeah, worst case Ontario. <laughs> Look at this. We got uh, Leslie Rawlines to do on the chat. Hello from Down Under, guys. Hope you're doing. Hey, good hope you're you, all safe and well. Uh, we got Michael Mann in the chat. Big Dog Pound One. I canceled a ton of pandemic, uh, ton of pre-orders during the height of the pandemic. I used that money to buy toilet paper and other basic essentials. We got Mojo Z Seven Eight, Irwin, Equan, Tukatri, Ben Thomas Show. Erwin um, says during the early stages there were some good deals all over, but as it progressed, you see more and more collections being sold. Yeah. Uh, Dante's Boneyard, Big Dog Pound One, Nikulio, uh, 12-inch Moose Stream, uh, Nick's Collectibles, Bob Dylan, Pablo Meza, John Ortiz, uh, Cesar M., Jose Hernandez, Yomo, uh, Gotham, Cenobites, Universal Key, uh, and Badfish and Toy Mafia in the chat. What's up, guys? Nick's uh, Collectibles so... down there as well, buddy. Just, just oh, Nick's Collectibles. Oh, okay, there we go. Niche. Um so I um, had a pretty pretty good week. There's a few things I didn't take photos of, so I'll add them for next week. Uh, but Big Bad Toy Store had the new TVC wave uh, up for pre-order, and so I pre-ordered five of the uh, Andor Phase 2 clones, and I really, really liked them. I was worried that they were just going to be like re-releases of the 501st and the Ahsoka clones, but the bodies are totally different at least from the waist down uh, i believe the helmets are a little different as well they just feel much better uh much more articulated and i feel like i can get them into way cleaner poses i felt like the 501st clones are very like skinny and stiff these ones feel like they have a little bit of meat in the bone uh which is nice because they're based off of andor and those clones do look a little bit more bulky because they're you know actually people in suits um but these were Dean, you mentioned hunting. These were a little bit of a premium for each one from Big Bad Toy Store. So I, I really wish I was able to go out and hunt and find some of these. Because uh, I think I think their retail for TBC is like $14.99. But these were $17.99 each. Um, but I'm glad I ordered them. Because like an hour after, I was like, well, should I order more than five? And they were already sold out. So um, definitely a nice true building figure. I hope, they release, I hope they release the... Um, like the cardboard box that has four of them, I would definitely buy a few more. So uh, these were these were pretty neat, and uh, they're they're fleshing out my TVC clone collection. Uh, and then I also picked up the uh, Premium Toys uh, Homelander. Uh, we did an unboxing yesterday with Rainer, Lane, and Dean last night. Um, they were unboxing the Hot Toys Jesse, and I was unboxing the um, the Homelander. And I gotta say, I'm just blown away by this figure. I know uh, we'll talk about here in a little bit. So So Toys is coming out with theirs. Uh, we have that one. Um, that one six corner is like a part of our sponsorship from last year. They're sending that for us to review. Uh, so really excited for that. And uh, but yeah, you know this one is is fantastic. The body is really good. The uh, head sculpts. There's five of them, which is insane. I don't know that I've ever had a figure with that many portraits uh and so I'm really excited to um you know to finally uh have a Homelander in the collection Dante says how does this Homelander compare to the Toys Works one I don't 
I don't even know which one the Toys Works one. Is that the Republican? Toys Works Homelander. Let's let's check it out. Yeah, that's the Republican. Um, I have to rewatch the reviews on that one because it's been a while. But I do like the portrait. Looking at the um, photos that I'm seeing here, I do like this portrait much better. But yeah, really, really nice one. And Toybox says, how's the suit on this one? I like that the so-so seems to be cloth instead of that rubbery-looking material. Yeah, this one's very rubbery and very squishy. Um, I don't like that about it. But I think overall, I think it's really well done. So I'm excited. Once I get both in hand, I'll do a comparison unboxing and... You know, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what uh, what the best Homelander at the moment is. But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, let's get into the news here. We'll start with uh, Hot Toys. They put up the teaser for the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, full team, which uh, you know maybe a couple months ago I probably wouldn't think that they would give us that ensemble cast. I think that's always been their weakness. But um, credit where credits due, they did finish the Justice League. They did finish the Bad Batch uh, minus Omega at this point. Um, and so, being that we already have uh, Groot on order, we'll talk about that here in a second. What do you guys think? Do you think that this is an, a cast that Hot Toys will will make the full line of figures for, or do you think that you know it, it, we're, we're being overly optimistic by thinking it may happen? Um. Yeah, this is going to be a super easy line for them to finish because they've already done a Drax. They've already done a Mantis. Well, you know, it's on pre-order now. They already have done a uh, Nebula. So those three figures, I mean, obviously they've done Rocket and Quill. So these are all figures that they have molds for that, you know, they now don't have to worry about custom bodies, especially for the Drax and the Mantis. Because they have full-on outfits, so don't have to worry about weird articulation or anything. So I totally see them finishing this. There you go. Uh, this is the first time we've seen Rocket with a closed mouth, though, uh, which I am kind of excited about when it comes to this tease, because he's so angry in all of the other kind of versions of, of him. And, you know, by the end of this, this film, and I won't give anything away, it did still feel like it was a lot Peter Quill's story, but also Rocket's story uh, in terms of the trilogy. So... I really liked that. I, I would definitely consider even just having a rocket uh, in my collection at this point. I've got the Christmas yeah. Mantis on pre-order, uh, so I'm excited to get her next year. Uh, she's just going to be like a like a Christmas display uh, option, I think, for me year over year. Um, yeah. But I love the movie. I think the hard pill to swallow for me, or the, the, the tough nut, as one would say, uh, is the fact that this is at least a $3,000 investment for this team. And while I love the team... I would say overall, I don't think it's. I'm sorry, that might be three thousand dollars Canadian. I guess. Oh, I was um, like, wow. Yeah, but but it's still, I call this? call it four hundred bucks a figure uh, for me at least. Yeah, um, that that adds up, and there are so many figures that are on my wish list right now uh, that I don't even know. For as much as I liked this film, if I would actually invest that kind of coin. Uh, into the whole line might be one or two but we'll see how it goes the only other thing i didn't like is the team suit look because i didn't like the i didn't like the team so suit look with the avengers line uh and while these are a little more comic iconic i guess i didn't i didn't necessarily love it i like that yeah. that different look that they each carried uh, that ragtag kind of look yeah yeah i bought the rocket from endgame because he kind of had this look to him and I was like, oh, that's a really cool throwback to the comics. I want that rocket. So I do have that rocket in the collection. But now with this one, it's like, well, this is much better better looking. 
So I might have to sell my rocket to get this one, but I do really love that rocket, the Endgame one. Um, But uh, yeah, I kind of, I haven't seen the movie, so I don't really know how it feels, but like, I don't know. Like I just, that maroon jacket look for Quill is just to me more iconic. Mm -hmm. I guess, especially for Chris Pratt. I guess if you just had a, you know, generic uh star lord on the shelf maybe you would want this look but yeah i don't know i'd never display my my star lord without chris pratt's head so um that's fair but i also kind of hope they update the pratt head because i haven't totally loved him in the previous versions like i've thought it was like it was close i would have given it like seven maybe an eight um but i didn't wow. think they were perfect sculpts uh, of him to be honest so i do kind of hope they update it i hope they don't just re re-give it to us <laughs> yeah um yeah, I think this is cool. I've, now that you say that <laughs> about the the price to put them all together, goddamn! I also don't really like this Groot. This really? look for Groot, yeah, like. Well, let's let's talk about it. Okay, let's okay. let's go to the next slide here. So Groot, uh, this one is uh, two eighty five for the regular, which is what we're looking at now. Three fifty for the deluxe. This is in April uh, to September two thousand twenty four release. I. Okay, so I did not like Groot in the um, the holiday social. I think it was the way that they portrayed him because I feel like it it really just looked like a dude in a goofy costume. And I it did I'll at least it. from the trailer that I've seen. I haven't seen the film yet. It looks like oh, they went back to it. like a more. Um, I'm trying to. It looks like they went back to more CGI. So much Merlin than, uh, piling up. Yeah, Merlin is piling up, okay. and it, it did look better in the film. 100%. I think this looks fucking awesome. I think, you know, the classic rocket and group pose. I think the blasters look really cool. Um, sculpting, I think, looks okay. Paint looks pretty decent. The expression here on the three different portraits. Uh, these are interchangeable face sculpts, rather. I think they look really good. Um, and, you know, I just, I don't, I don't hate anything about this. When you go to the deluxe version, you get that torso that comes with all these different uh, different guns. Um, from what I've heard, this is supposed to be a really cool scene in the movie, so it's cool that Hot Toys, um, you know, kind of went through that extra effort to include this. Uh, you do get the interchangeable branching legs for the head, which I think is hilarious. I think that's going to be a fun display option. And, um, you know, you also can have some posability with the, uh, the torso without those extra guns, so you can kind of have him doing a flexing pose with all the little arms. And I don't know. I, I, I feel like this is, this is really neat. Um, I, I, I'm at that point where, um, I'm almost collected all of the Marvel legends. I don't know that I would spend the money to collect all the hot toys, but this is so, um, unique, this pose here. That if I was, this may be like the tipping point because, again, I haven't seen the film, but it's supposed to be a cool scene, and the fact that you know you can display this like this, I, I just think it looks fucking awesome. That to me, that was one of the coolest parts of the trailer. So, um, I like it. Like Ben said, it's you know a two to three thousand dollar investment. Might be a bit tough to swallow when you can get the whole uh, Marvel Legends line for like one fifty. Um, but I'm curious, what do you think about this? Yeah, no, I understand that the original Groot died. So this is not the same Groot from the first movie. So it's not going to look necessarily exactly like the Groot from the first movie. 
But I just think that Groot looks so much better. Like the height, the 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 body proportions. This one looks more like a like a Stump. linebacker, like a <laughs> like, yeah, like a like a bodybuilder version of Groot. I just don't like the aesthetic. Um, you know, I might see the movie and totally change my mind. I have no idea, but um, yeah, it's just when I think of Groot, I don't think of this. But again, haven't seen the movie. Could totally change my mind. Um, but like objectively it is a good looking figure i don't think the figure looks terrible um it's just like not the group i want to spend my money on but yeah fair i'm super torn on this one because i agree with you dean i think the first version of groot to me is the definitive groot um you make a good point about him dying and kind of being rebirthed into this version so fair i thought baby groot was also really cute um and then he was totally. kind of like that really awkward teenager stage for a very brief cutout scene. And then he's this honking, beefy tree stump thing that he is now. Uh, and while, like you said, the, the figure itself is a work of art. I mean, they did an absolutely incredible job putting this guy together. I, I love the face plates. I think they, I think overall it would be a great piece in the collection. I would still kind of want to chase that original Groot figure uh, if I was going to try and lock him in. The scene that he has the multiple uh, wielding guns here, again, not to give anything away, but is really cool. And uh, as a display, I think a lot of people are going to want to display him just like that. I love how much he comes with, and I think the price is pretty reasonable uh for for everything that you're gonna get out of uh especially the deluxe um but i don't know i would have to kind of wait to see if this guy hits bargain or wait to see if somebody you know eventually sells their their guardians one group and uh and pick him up instead joe p says this grew is swole because he spent years pumping iron with thor totally possible that is a good Imagine. point yeah. um yeah i heard the scene with him and rocket is like the definitive like scene but it's like fucking phenomenal so i can't wait to see it but. so um groot in the first film dies and this right. Groot is it's like his offspring okay so i thought it was like a clone of him it's, no it's that's like, what everybody like thought seedling, i guess yeah, yeah james gunn like said definitively groot one is like he dies at the end of the movie okay yeah. And all the other Groots that we've seen since then have been this Groot, right? Correct. Like the little baby, the pot. Yeah. And then he's the shit shithead teenager, the really <laughs> yeah. weird, chode looking dude in the holiday special yeah. now. This. Okay. I really love Baby Groot. In fact, actually, now that we're I'm thinking about it, Hot Toys has nailed pretty much every Groot they've done. They really right? have. I like literally thinking about it. I can't think of like really any negatives anyone has ever said about a Groot figure, whether it's the life size one, the the was the End Game or uh, Infinity War version. Mm -hmm. um, people love their Groots, so I, I have no doubt this will be a pretty fucking badass figure. Now. Ben, you've seen the film. For mm -hmm. those that haven't and may want to make a decision here soon, obviously I don't think you're in any sort of rush. From from my understanding, this is probably like a deluxe or bust figure, given how awesome this scene was. Would you agree? I would agree with that, honestly. Yeah. I think for the, the cost differential, I think what you get out of this display option is, is yeah. way cooler. The only thing that's weird, so it looks like the head's correct me if i'm wrong it looks like they're it's a swappable face sculpt so i don't know if just the face comes off 
But I'm wondering to display it like this if you then also have to have a headless Groot, if that makes sense. I yeah, think that, that I don't think they're face plates. I think they're I think they're actual sculpts. You think they're sculpt? Like yeah, I think you could, literally. Yeah, you can just put the whole okay. sculpt right on. Interesting. Um, let's uh, let's move on. So we'll we'll talk more hot toys here in the um, uh, in the discussion portion of the show. Uh, this is Mondo Toys. So there's two Harley Quinns. Uh, the exclusive one being their timed edition. So 185 is the standard uh, that releases September 2023. Uh, you also have the timed edition for 200. Uh, which is also releasing September 2023, but the time uh, to order ends May 16th at 11.59 a.m. So you have about seven days to order. Um, I uh, I really like this. I um, still don't have uh, any of the uh, Mondo 1-6 scale Batman figures. I've been tempted to get the animated series one. Look at that. You got the DC Direct, right? Yep. I actually picked up my first DC Direct this week, and I just hadn't had a chance to photograph it. Well, and I got her with my that. Joker, which is cool. Joker J. Great love Scott. that. I love these guys. Mr. J. Mr. Mr. J. Mr. J. Now, this is the difference here. <laughs> so the exclusive, which is only $15 more, which seems $15. like a no-brainer. <laughs> damn. You get yeah. the two... Um, what the fuck are these things called? Hyenas. Uh, hyenas. I, I called them dogs earlier, but yeah. Uh, hyenas. You get three different portraits and the bone, the steak, and the bull for the hyenas. It it seems like a no-brainer to order. You know, if, you, if you're even remotely interested, that's a pretty good price, 200 bucks. You just have to make sure you order it before lunchtime on May 16th. Yeah. What, what are you guys thinking about this one? Yeah, five portraits... And the two dogs, or the two hyenas, and the hyena, like, parts with the meat and the bone and the balls. For 15 bucks, that's insane. Um, I, you know, I'm not a big Batman DC guy, but to me, growing up, like, this was always, like, the Harley Quinn. So this is pretty fucking cool. Uh, I don't have anything animated in my collection, so, like, I wouldn't get this, but... Even I'm tempted to pick one of these up because it's like iconic. It's pretty fucking cool. Um, yeah, I I love everything about this. To be honest. Yeah, the reason I wanted to bring it up uh, today specifically was that timed edition. I, obviously, you know, Mondo is known for reissuing uh, slowly over time. We've seen a couple different versions of the Batman uh, already. Although the Mr. Freeze, uh, you know, came and went, totally sold out. Um, there was a Catwoman that was on there for quite some time. I think one of the challenges uh, that I have with these Mondo releases is they are really just kind of scaled up versions of what I already have in this in this line. And I already have the majority of the characters that I'd want in this line. But I worry that some of the challenges that these face are the same for these Mondo toys. So like things like paint wearing uh, in the joints. Whenever you bend the joints, after a while, they'll actually start to flake the paint over way wouldn't be surprised if we saw the same issues with mondo um and even though the price is incredibly good one of the things that attracts me to one six scale collecting is that thought of having kind of a essentially a one six scale representation of an actor playing my favorite character and while batman the animated series is my favorite you know, television from uh, television show from that era of my life uh, i love the show app like so much 
I would be worried that it would be too like immersion breaking for my collection that it it just wouldn't fit in at least with the smaller scale they're kind of scaled together and then I have my one six scale section together and and it feels like they're supposed to be kind of separate displays uh, whereas this I'd feel tempted to display them with the rest of my six scale collection and then I think that animated look would almost detract from my affection of the figure itself. Yeah. I do wish they'd given us more soft touch material. Like I wish they'd given us something slightly more than what we get out of the smaller scale release. While I think the sculpts are a little bit better, they also have more room to work with in terms of the paint application so they can make them look a little crispier. Uh, but I think soft touch material and stuff like that could have still been really cool. You could have still maybe done it in like a cell shaded way. It might not have had much in the way of articulation, but I think it might have been just kind of that next level, like that next kind of echelon to push me over the edge and, and collect these guys as well. So I would say if you're interested, if if things like hard hard plastic and paint apps and the potential of a bit of wearing, as well as the look of what just feels like pretty big toys uh, does not bug you, then you're going to absolutely love these in your collection. But I'm so split in half because my affection wants me to get them. And on the other hand, I'm like, no, I should reserve those funds for other things that I'm looking for. Uh, Sean Forrester says paint runs are an issue on the Mondo uh, figures. So, yeah, uh, it, it makes sense uh, for sure. As I said, just the way, they're, the way that they're applied. Now, these guys go up in value pretty quickly. As soon as they're sold out, uh, they are a lot more money. Even uh, like my Harley Quinn and like my Joker, like... This Harley Quinn was the first generation uh, Harley Quinn. Uh, she goes for something like $180 Canadian here now uh, on eBay if you wanted to get her. Like, super crazy. Like, she's almost the same price as the six-scale uh, counterpart. Uh, and so I'd be curious if over time these do become uh, extremely sought after, especially for the folks that love the animated series. Definitely. Um, Leslie says that she had paint rubs on the Mr. Freeze also. They were not happy about it. Yeah, yeah when I see these used, um, and that's part of the reason why I haven't picked one up yet, it always seems to be like some random paint rub on the cape of Batman or whatever. So, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's something that I do have to... Uh, still consider but like i've got all my animated series up top so like i can't see it very well right now but like i've got a couple different freezes i've got poison ivy like i've got them all in there they're beautiful wow. figures i love the coloration of them uh the other thing i'll note uh just in case people are interested is that if you're not willing to necessarily dive down the six scale line but you want these style of figures uh mcfarland is actually releasing their own line uh, and going back to the well a little bit and remaking a lot of them. They've already uh, released a four-pack uh, to Walmart stores, I know, around the U.S., uh, which included things like Bullock. I think it had a Harley in it as well, if I'm not mistaken, as well as Batman. Uh, so something to look out for if you want them in the smaller scale and don't want to take up room in the six-scale side. There you go. Uh, so let's uh, move forward here. So uh, this was a post on the Soso Toys Facebook group. They said that John Lander, a.k.a. Homelander, is releasing soon. They say that, and then they post this. Not it doesn't inspire a ton of confidence. Um, the uh, the post is saying that it's basically time to release him. It's been a two year delay. Would love to have seen a completed, at least a completed body with the boots and the gloves and you know the cape installed. Um, but apparently, uh, this is uh, this is coming soon. Uh, let's move forward here. So Mars Toys, uh, two different announcements that we're going to share today. Uh, I know there was the Riddler also, which we talked about on Ben's channel, which uh, left out for today. But uh, Cara Dune has been teased by Mars Toys. 
Um, kind of an interesting, uh, lukewarm reaction, I think, from some of the people that, that we've talked to about this. I don't quite understand why. I know Queel's obviously a big part of people's Mando displays. IG-11 is as well. You know, people have always asked for Grief Karga and, you know, some of the other characters, even like Frog Lady, randomly. Um, and I think Cara Dune is such a big part of the show, you know, regardless of, of whether you agree or disagree with the, the things that the actress has uh, said or implied in the past. I'm personally all for this, right? Like, I this would go perfectly with the Mando that I own. Um, and I think in a lot of people's collections, I think the Cara Dune is missing. And, uh, you know, it's, it's neat that Mars Toys is kind of stepping outside of DC and giving us something that the Star Wars collectors really need. Um, what, what do we think about this? Is this a, um, given Mars record, Mars toys track record of quality releases, is this something you're interested in? Or, uh, like Sean's saying here, has the hype died down a bit for you on this one? No, I, uh, in fact, I, I don't think there's enough Caradune, uh, merchandise out there to begin with. So I think it's cool. Someone's going to do it. Um, cause this is a character that I can, you know, confidently say that no official release will ever happen ever again. So, uh, yeah, this is, I, I've wanted a Caradune on my shelf in six go for a long time. So now we're going to get one. Hopefully. I like that Mars toys is filling the white space, right? I mean, they, every day you go on Facebook, it feels like, and they've got something else that seems kind of interesting that you might not have thought you were ever going to get. And suddenly you are, and there, at least there's an opportunity to do so. Uh, I think the things that would get me to buy this figure or pre-order it will be kind of coming down to, uh, obviously, the paint apps on the face. I mean, we'll, but they've had some proven success there, so I'm less worried about that now. Uh, it's actually more the body type they might use. She's a very bulky, uh, you know, person uh, in the show, right? She's got a lot of muscle mass on her. Uh, not a standard female-style 1-6 scale body. Uh, so I'd be curious if they're going to do, uh, like, a custom body. I, I, I doubt it. I feel like if they're wanting to kind of keep that price point low, they wouldn't be able to but she yeah. also seems like somebody who's a candidate for seamless arms like because she's got such jacked arms uh, well now does she have elbow pads though i could be wrong does she have the let me look it up i can't gauntlets. remember i know she's got gauntlets but i, I can't i think she's you can see her full for, for her full arm and i honestly I think, think that would make her a candidate um, it goes up to like right here so to you, there oh, okay. so you'd be able you to could see make it. the argument either way i, I would hate seams on this figure i think it would just take oh, yeah. she's known for her guns she's got the gun show you can't you can't put like a big peg in there it just I'm, doesn't look good i'm i'm team team scene baby <laughs> yeah but like but scene. yeah cara dune's one of those characters that you're gonna want to pose with her big ass like gatling gun that and she it's gonna be like around. this yeah you're gonna time. have bent elbows the whole time so that's tough Dude, 1-6 right here. This is what the fuck I'm saying. Unless something big changes, Mars Toys is making a big claim for Company of the Year. Honestly, right now for me, it's Mars Toys, and I think it's McFarlane. I've said McFarlane as my Company of the Year every year for the past, what, Dean, three years maybe? Maybe four? Yeah, three. They have continued to impress, and their uh, Batman movie stuff is right up there with that. Uh, Mars Toys as well. Mars Toys makes some good Batman stuff too. Now Mars Toys, like Ben said, Mars Toys has these uh, these posts that come up every so often. Um, the Penguin, and they put up a post on their Facebook group if people were interested in the duck boat, and overwhelmingly they were. So this includes the duck boat and a penguin army, which is hilarious. So 
again, filling out the white space, uh, giving us more characters to go along with the 89 and 92 Batman um, line of figures. Bro. I love it. They better send me one of these figures for free for using my likeness here. Oh, my God. (laughs) This is what I'm going to use for my custom Dean the Dream body. (laughs) No. I I probably have, like, two feet of height on him, but... Uh, yeah, this is cool. Um, especially after having just watched this movie a few weeks ago, I kind of have a new love for this character. I also adore Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito, so. bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then you know we got the the '89 Batman coming back out, so I could be very, very realistically see myself adding one to the collection. Um, yeah. So this would not. I mean, this would be a pretty easy pickup in that case. He needs to come with at least a fish, maybe a penguin with a rocket on its back. Bro, maybe it like says, half a half a dude's nose. Like. It says includes the duck boat, which Jesus, <laughs> that's like a whole vehicle. Right. And the penguin army. Yeah. The penguin army would be crazy. That like and even the duck boat. I don't like that's insane. Okay. Dean DeVito. <laughs> How <laughs> dare you? <laughs> Deanie DeVito. Love it. No, he can't. Well, no, I'm not saying that like that. Um yeah, this is neat. This is absolutely neat. And Present Toy is coming in with some with an absolute fucking banger of a figure too. The T2 T800 Future Warrior. I love it. I love everything about it. Not as good as uh, of a name as most first part third party companies come up with, but you know, Future Warrior gets the job done. Isn't um, that the name of those that Chinese movie you watch? Future Warrior? I think it's like Warriors of Future. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> um, a little bit of different english connotation there but yeah, yeah this is supposed this... to be leather and uh go ahead Dean, sorry real leather i think so yeah wow i i don't i'm not totally one on the likeness i think with the glasses on it's serviceable but goddamn, it looks good like other than you know i think you could probably find a pretty good head sculpt you know on the market very easily if you weren't happy with this, I think with the glasses, it's fine. But I yeah. mean, if that's actually genuine leather, this is fucking badass. You know, I don't want anybody to be disappointed, though, like I felt, because we talked about this a little on Sunday's Let's Get Nuts, and then I went searching for this figure, and I could not find him anywhere. He's like, seems to me that he's sold out freaking everywhere. So if anybody has a line um, on it, poke me privately. Don't put it in the chat here. Um, but wow. I really want this figure. selfish. <laughs> I know. I, I'm unwilling to share it. Um, I've wanted a Terminator forever, like for as long as I've been collecting hot toys, and I'm unwilling to pay the secondary market to go back to some of the previous versions. So uh, I, I still wouldn't be totally surprised if Hot Toys brings this guy out of the well again at some point. But uh, Raw Line Studio uh, says i have to get back to work guys take care of yourselves please good to see you here uh, hopefully you're doing well leslie so um i yeah, love you have a good rest of your work day Bye. for sure but if you can find this guy i would buy him i think he's really cool i love the leather i love the outfit i think with the glasses on it looks just like arnie from a distance it'd be there'd be zero question we still we'll put we'll put uh raw line studios link in the uh chat there go give her a subscription she's doing some real great things with her art okay what there's a figure standing behind him here on the right oh is that the battle damage it's got a weird back of the head eh? yeah and it's got a weird front of the head too look there's no like hairline up there Mm -hmm. at first i I thought it was a reflection but it's not a reflection (laughs) i see meat yeah kind of like in the back of the skull area he's going to take his face off 
I'm pretty sure it's battle damage. Is that teasing the battle damage or? That man got bronchitis. Jose G. Hernandez um, says, I told you it was sold out, Ben. You are correct. Uh, yeah, Looks like I tried. I tried to look. Couldn't find it. I don't think he's wearing leather like pants for the uh, police shootout scene. No, this is T2, isn't it? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said, is this the police shootout scene? I thought you were talking about the No, I said one. battle damage. Oh, I see. I don't know. They're certainly not uh, images, like mirror images of each other. Yeah. I mean, what does this figure come with? Let's just look it up. We'll see if it's present toys. Yeah, it would have to come with a new jacket and a different head sculpt. Oh, yeah, this is... Yeah, it does. So check it out. Oh. So let's do our homework here. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, so you get the battle damage. So that's why it looks all... Ah, okay. Yeah. I like it. Is it two different versions or all in one? I think it's... Here we go. I think you get all this in the box. Or I don't know. I think it's two different ones. Yeah, because this oh, is... Oh, they have a battle SP damage one for Fjord. Okay. okay, so this is probably teasing the next one. Okay. Very cool. Thanks, uh, 16D's ah. nuts. Fantastic. <laughs> I don't see him Look on giant toys either. Look at that. But... We learned something today. Um, let's, uh, let's move on. Um, let's take a moment to thank our friends over at uh, 16Kit um, for allowing us a discount code. You can get $10 off your next purchase on, once, on your first purchase, rather, uh, using code CW10. Again, that's CW in the number 10. Uh, also, to our friends over at Off the Racks Collectibles, you get $15 off any $100 purchase with code CW. Uh, if you did make a purchase with them recently and you got an invoice, just double check that code. I know John was saying they updated their website and some people's invoices didn't uh, tally up correctly. He was able to get them all sorted, but I just want to make sure that everyone's getting the discount. Uh, from CW or I guess wherever you're ordering from, whichever code you're using. But again, Off The Racks and um, 16Kit, two fantastic companies that uh, definitely hope that we can send them some business their way. Um, our main topic of tonight is expectations. It was May the 4th, and I think the overwhelming impression that I got from being on the groups, from you know having an ear to the ground with Star Wars collectors was disappointment i think the last few years um i think we've been a bit spoiled for choice um and i think part of that you know may be our own personal expectations for what can happen but i think it's also hot toys just choosing a very odd schedule of announcements um you know i think ben mentioned it on on his show but it's like you showed us vader and 3po like two weeks ago which was kind of out of the blue and perhaps a bit unnecessary when you didn't really have that much stuff ready to go for me the fourth. Obviously I, there's many things that go into a company announcing a figure. Maybe they were contracted to announce that on that date, or maybe they just wanted to spread out those announcements a little bit more. But on after dark, when we were in the middle of these announcements, uh, Fox and uh, Darth Sidious, it just, you know, I felt a bit let down. Um, you know, especially being the 40th anniversary of Return Jedi, you know, uh, kicking off May the 4th with, you know, an admittedly important 20th anniversary of the Clone Wars, but perhaps not as significant as the OT anniversary. Um, and I'm curious, so let's um, let's run through these figures quickly. Um, I'll just I'll just uh, pull through both of them, and then we can we can talk about what our expectations were for May the 4th. 
as well as um, what uh, what we felt about what actually came up. So Commander Fox is 225. He's an April to September 2024 release, like the other, uh, like the group that we mentioned. Um, interesting choice here with him having his Phase One armor, which uh, doesn't necessarily match up with the already released croissant troopers that are in Phase Two only. Um, <laughs> yes. Why do you say croissant? That's what everyone says. That's what everyone says. <laughs> That was just like the meme back then, bro. That's just what they tell you. You must have had COVID because you forgot, bro. Um, Darth Sidious. Buttery Yeah, 265, April to September 2024. Um, This is also from the Clone Wars. And we'll talk more about both of these in a bit. But, um, Ben, we'll start with you. Was your expectation of May the 4th high? And once you saw these, excuse me, these releases by Hot Toys um, for pre-order... And also the figures that were released, did you feel let down? Great questions. Uh, so I would say that my expectation for May 4th was not high. Um, I think over time I've started to learn that Hot Toys doesn't seem to necessarily do anything based on like a logical schedule. Uh, you I, are correct. And, and you know, I used uh, um, the, uh, the Pennywise or the It uh, figure uh, as an example of that, you know, we all kind of thought we might get them in, you know, October last year, kind of around the Halloween time, and then we didn't. And there have been many, many other characters in the past over certain holidays and stuff that you're like, that would make sense to get that now, and then they, they don't come. Uh, and like you just mentioned, they gave us the Return of the Jedi uh, options two weeks earlier, kind of what seemed like out of the blue, uh, which made for an exciting week, but then it they kind of, like, shot themselves in the foot with the excitement level, because... Like they hit the climax too early, and then like it kind of just, kind of just pittered away after that point. And I, while I know that some people are definitely excited about these particular releases, um, of all the shows I was on, of all of the predictive lists, of all of the people I chatted with that are in the one six scale community, whether that's YouTubers or just people who watch and are you know excited individuals, I didn't hear anybody say that they were looking forward to a Darth Sidious or that's what they hoped they were gonna get. So. Was I disappointed with these releases? Well, not really, because I just probably won't buy them. These ones don't necessarily jive with me. Um, but I would say that I was disappointed because I would have liked some of the other things that we were getting excited to potentially see. And, you know, it said that expectation is the thief of joy. I think that applies here, because anytime you start to build up that expectation in your mind, you're almost guaranteed to be let down up to a certain extent. Before I started collecting Hot Toys at the rate that I do now and streaming about Hot Toys all the time and theorizing and thinking about them all the time, I was just stoked about every release that came out because I was like, oh, that's cool. Whether I was going to buy it or not, I just didn't care. I was just like, that's awesome. Now that we do this week over week and talk about it all the time and we have such a community of people who are excited about the same things as us, it feels like almost collective excitement or collective let down uh, when these things uh, get announced if they're not as fruitful as we may have uh, hoped that they would be. So yeah, I, I think that these were weak announcements for May the 4th, but overall I, I think that they're still great figures. I think that there's a lot of 
really good things uh, in them. The Palpatine head sculpt, while I initially thought was soft, it's actually grown on me quite a bit over the last couple, uh, or over the last week anyways, um, seeing some of the comparison breakdowns, even your photo, Zach, that has like the, the division of the face. Uh, yeah, like, I think to clarify, that, that this looks... K1 Masters K1 photo. K1 Masters photo. Um, I think that's a great representation of how close this actually is, and that excites me. Um, I will be hoping, still crossing my fingers, that we get a you know a Return of the Jedi Emperor Palpatine uh, at some point, uh, because I plan to get the Return of the Jedi Vader. Uh, so I think it would be cool to have that as a, as a setup. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm happy that these still also maintained some of the value of those past releases, at least for the time being. Yeah. Um, looks like Dante is saying here, the Sideshow website on May the 4th was a shit show. I know they had a deal where you could, I think, buy two figures and get a discount. A lot of people I heard weren't able to take advantage of that for one reason or another. Uh, some people, though, did save quite a bit of money. Um uh, Irwin says, I think the Clone Wars line is basically printing money for Hot Toys. They expect the community to react positively with this. We got John in the chat, too. How you going, John? Uh, Mark Pearson says, the only problem I have with Fox is he should have came with Phase 1 and the Phase 2 helmet since you don't get a head sculpt. I would say as a counterpoint to that, Fox's armor is completely different between Phase 1 and Phase 2. So, um, it, it, wildly wouldn't, different. it wouldn't necessarily. In fact, let me... Let me pull that up, Dean, while you're giving your take. I have my figure of Fox Phase 2 I could go grab. Um, also, Noble Young, what did I do? Why am I being Why am I being cheap? Anyway, yeah, um, Commander Fox Phase 1 makes zero sense. Um, all the clones that they've made have been Phase 2. Um, Rex, Cody, Jesse. Jesse? Um, Sorry all the all the other troopers i mean i guess they gave you a phase one helmet with the 501st trooper but yeah phase one fox completely out of left field it's a cool enough release i guess but even in fox's storyline he doesn't really play a big role until phase two when he's when he arrests ahsoka so it's like i guess like Fox is definitely a character I've wanted to see, but Phase One, it, it, I don't get it. Um, yeah. That being said, it's a good enough looking figure. I, I, I'll probably skip it. Um, it's cool, like you know, objectively, it is cool. It just doesn't make any sense to me as a collector yeah. of of the line. Because even yeah. like you said, the Coruscant guards aren't Phase One; they're all Phase Two. So. You can't even put him with the fa- in the pictures. It looks and so what, weird. And what's weird, what sucks is that the Phase One uh, Coruscant Guard um, armor was that burgundy, and then for Phase Two they they changed it to the more traditional like red. pure yeah. red, I guess what you'd say, yeah, like a crimson. Yeah, and this is why it, you know it doesn't really work where you can just pop on the Phase Two. Everything is totally the colors are basically reversed, right? So it's uh, you're on mute, Dean. So it's it's totally. But even uh, his, the coloration on his chest is different. He doesn't have the logo there. His yeah, he has his, it on the shoulder pad now. Yeah, his chest armor is white, and the rest of his armor is red. Yeah, that's what I'm saying everything is almost reversed, right? Like the shoulder belts go from being primarily burgundy to primarily oh, white with red saying. accents. The yeah. legs are primarily white, whereas Phase One they're primarily burgundy. Um, it's totally uh, a reversal there. Um, and Commander Crook, let's read those comments here. 
says collectors were expecting things on the fourth the hot toys giving us any reason to expect them i mean hot toys set up a whole event at their uh flagship or one of their flagship stores right and they announced two figures and released two figures commander crook also says had they announced the phase two fox the coruscant guards would have immediately went up in the secondary market and i feel like that's where hot toys should be supplementing those that have these figures right release figures that make the other figures worth more worth more yeah i feel like they miss an opportunity to do that um like uh ben said though I think initially on Wednesday, Dean, you and I uh, and Lane were a bit disappointed by the portrait. Um, and it wasn't until I had seen the K1 Master um, edits that I actually started to like the portrait quite a bit more. Um, I felt when I first saw these that there was no way that he hadn't stretched the proportions vertically or horizontally to make the match. Uh, but simple scaling them to the proper size and then lining them up, I mean, they're pretty exact. Um, you know, I would say probably as close to shrink ray as you're going to get in terms of the sculpt matching up right um i think in some of the photos the chin does look a bit small i don't know if that's a lighting thing but the thing that's really odd about this is they had a chance to really give collectors the darth sidious or the chancellor palpatine that um i think would have really fit a lot of different scenarios and instead they focused on a very particular arc that is only ever seen this outfit from what i understand in the animated series and i think it's it's certainly a miss to me um i think it yeah. does look okay i think the um the posability looks decent i think the lightning effects um look okay it's been a while since i owned the return of the jedi one but i think that if i recall correctly the lightning effects were separate parts and you just kind of like web them in between the fingers yeah am I, am I correct there ben yeah i hate those type of lightning effects though they always These... break on me every time yeah. they're like those like chinese noodles you get like that like they just like completely just disintegrate just disintegrate hands. yeah yeah so <laughs> i mean this is an important scene don't get me wrong but yeah. the thing that bothers me is like we don't have the the mall to go with this yeah. we don't have the savage press to go with this whereas if you had given us the episode three look you already have so many figures that pair well with that yeah. this is both of these figures i think that's where both of them miss the mark is they don't have any figures at the moment to complement them right commander fox doesn't go with the phase two coruscant guards and uh darth sidious i guess maybe you could say he goes with the coruscant guards but outside of that he's kind of like an outlier for the main scene that he's in we do have that one Clone Wars mall. Is that not the same as no. as the no. scene? That's season okay. seven, the season that he fights with Savage. I think it's like season Fair. five or season four. Uh, but it's a totally different, totally different um, look. Yeah, yeah, totally different look. Fair. Yeah, the um, I mean, you couldn't even put this with Coruscant Guards because he's not walking around with clones as Palpatine. That's, well. Not until the end of episode three. He's not walking around with clones like this in, in Season 5 Clone Wars. I think you're right. I think he just goes by himself. Yeah, he just walks around by himself. Otherwise, yeah. the clones would know he's a fucking <laughs> bad guy. But I don't think the clones are necessarily loyal to the Jedi. They're loyal to him. I don't think they would snitch. Uh, it's tough. It's He's playing He's playing a fine line here. You almost yeah. says this figure is getting a lot of hate for some reason. I love it personally. I think it looks great. I, I don't disagree that it looks this good. This figure looks cool. Uh, I... I I'm with Zach. When we first saw the head sculpt, I was like, this is kind of weird. It looked kind of like squished. I was like, I feel like his head is a lot taller. 
Um, when I still feel like that at some angles, it's not as long as I thought it should be. Um, mm -hmm. But, I mean, you're going to have the robe up, which is not, I mean, that's not really an excuse, right? You still want a good head sculpt, even though the robe's going to be covering it. But I feel like it's, I mean, as it sits, as this sits, that's easily like an 8 or 9 out of 10 head sculpt. So covering it up with a with a, a hood is fine in my opinion um yeah. but yeah this outfit is you it's very very similar to the outfit he fights yoda in i think the materials are a little different it's more like um like you're velvety. talking about episode three yeah i think it's more velvety on the the black shoulder area um i don't think so i think it's pretty similar Hang on, let me let me let me just make sure that I'm not talking out my ass here. Let's see here. So when he fights, I might have to press the button here. You know what, Dean? I think you may be onto something here. It's uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just the materials that are different. Um, Hang on, Dean. Let me press the button. <laughs> let me press the button. Where's the button at? Oh, that's not the wrong button. There we go. A man can only admit when he was wrong and ask forgiveness. So this but, is what Dean's okay. talking about here. It's close. Yeah. The, uh, it's the, more black than right, blue and a little bit more burgundy, I think. Go down to the left with, where it's red and green on down the picture. Left. To your right. It's, that's the outfit. But see, that's more of a suede on the shoulders. than like, oh, like a velour or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even that, completely different head sculpt would require it. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like he's got that like you older, can't even like, futz it yeah stop look yeah exactly he would already be all fucking scarred See, up so yeah. i wish they would have given us this outfit to me this would have made so much more sense yeah just like obviously up, like, oh look there's the outfit right there um third row down second to the left yeah there it is oh okay yeah, yeah. so it is the well, same outfit because that's it yeah. in clone wars and that's it in episode three i guess the point though is that you know, you don't have the portrait to go with it, right? Because he's not all exactly. It's not all crispy. So it's yet. almost like, like you said, <laughs> this version of of Palpatine, it doesn't have anything to accompany it, so it just feels weird. Yeah, yeah. That being said, think, it looks great. I don't <laughs> like think it, it does. I don't think good. it deserves the 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 shit that it's getting. Um, no. But on the other I, hand, kind of going back to like what we were talking about at the beginning, even though in terms of expectations, uh, I think just when we as exciting excited fans of hot toys but also these franchises get excited about what the possibilities of these releases are That's we're not true. trying we're not trying to create expectation either we're we're just generally excited and i think it's part of the fun of the hobby is speculation is kind of getting excited for what we could get in our collections and you know there were some ideas that got floated by me um of of what people thought might come on may the 4th that i started changing my collection around a little bit for because i was like oh like that could look really good here or like that could look really good there and and yeah we didn't get it which is a little disappointing it doesn't mean we're never gonna get it i think we should never stop getting never ourselves get hyped it, up uh, as long as you're you can like healthily bring yourself back down to a level that's like okay well shit happens i guess we didn't get it you know it's the way she goes um but i don't think we should ever stop speculating and getting excited and setting some level of expectation even for the company of what we want as a collector community i think that that's still important um my kind of big hang up on the whole weekend was 
or whenever this was, you announced Vader. Was it three PO? Yes. Like two weeks out, if that, like a week out from this, you could have just saved those for a week and and announced four blew of these everyone's figures. minds. Blew everyone's minds because C three PO and Vader banger figures. Vader alone mm-hmm. would have done it. And then Way I think you you hit cooler. both markets, right? Like you yeah. you make everyone excited that's the twentieth anniversary Clone Wars fans, and then you make everyone excited for the fortieth um, yeah. Return of the Jedi. Those two figures alone outshine both of these tenfold. 40 40 years is also one heck of a milestone. Uh, Like it feels like a little bit of a slap to the, to the 40 year anniversary that there wasn't a little bit more celebrated in terms of, of figure releases, especially since star Wars is known for toys like that. Like it was designed to, to make toys, you know? Like, so it feels like a little bit of a a subtle slap to the 40th anniversary. So I guess for, for me, when you announced the Vader and the three PO a week or so in advance, it was like, damn, well, what the fuck are they hiding for May 4th? It's about to be insane. And then it's these two. It was like, what? I, I feel like they should have just saved Vader and 3PO for that for the May 4th. And now saw four. Everybody would have been happy. This was just so lackluster in comparison to that announcement. It was like, that was it? Even Mando Season 3, I mean, it just ended. I know it wasn't hugely hyped but like for a lot of folks, but still, like there were some options that could have come from that show that I'm surprised we didn't at least. <laughs> like, yeah, have, uh, Gideon, a Beskar Trooper, yeah, something. Yeah, like... Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it seems seems strange. Seems very very light uh, in terms of of what we got. So, yeah, that's that's the way she goes. That is the way she goes. The chat saying that the outfits that uh, Maul wears in this fight versus season seven are uh, pretty close. So uh, perhaps identical. So maybe that does uh, it does have. Uh, some relevancy one six suitor says speculation leads to disappointment disappointment leads to hate hate leads to suffering i love that um let's uh let's talk about what was released here the uh purge trooper and the battle droid um i'm a bit disappointed that they didn't um fix this little plastic clip on the battle droid um you know when it when it was first solicited i was thinking like there's no way that they're going to release you know release this like this like this this is no way and they did. So, <laughs> unfortunately, that uh, did not get fixed. The Purge Trooper, I don't have any problems with. I don't. I don't love the design, but I also have zero problems with what you know what yeah. we actually got. I, is what that waitlisted already? Oh yeah, the Purge Trooper. Oh no. Uh, yeah, actually, as of yesterday, I think it was. Yeah, uh, I think the Purge Trooper is one of the fucking ugliest troopers I've ever seen. So, I honestly could not care any less about that figure. Um, I mean, it's cool. It got released for the people waiting for it. Uh, these are cool. I, I'm kind of with you with the clippy thing. I almost would have preferred a fucking peg, if I'm honest. Just have a peg built into the gun if you yeah. really needed to achieve that look for it. Um, the the invisible clips, is it never looks good. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's all releases, I guess. I think I've heard that the the plastic clip can be taken off uh, of that guy, if I'm not mistaken. But I don't know mm. to what end necessarily. Those also are notorious for breaking. Those clear plastics. Yeah, the that clear they plastic use, stuff. 
Scrap naff, right? So, um, the Birch Trooper, I don't feel like I have enough attachment to. Uh, I didn't mind the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. I I liked lots of aspects of it. I've even got the Vader on order from that uh, series. But I don't don't feel very attached to this. I think Black and Red Scheme looks really cool. If they had solicited um, the new version of uh, Gideon, um, like the Moft, uh, the Moftalorian, uh, Gideon, I think yeah. he could look really cool with this, uh, color scheme wise. I think they'd pair well. Um, but I mean, I'm not sad to see that I, I missed the boat on it either. My wallet feels safe at this point for some of the other future releases. Uh, Zach, you mentioned that they diluted this a little bit. It feels like by giving this particular gun or weapon away from the death trooper, which is also yes. a strange thing. So again, it feels like it takes some of the importance away from that weapon with the death trooper uh, giving it to these guys. But I mean, they're all part of, I guess, somewhat the same army. So maybe they just share weapons, I guess. But um, It's weird though, because like... I feel like in Star Wars, I guess there's some crossover, but like I would think it would be weird to see like a stormtrooper with like a scout trooper blaster, for sure. right? So it's just like that's was the death trooper. They usually rifle. have their own equipment, like they <laughs> yeah, if, exactly. That's what you are. Yeah. You get your own your own gear, <laughs> right? Yeah. So like the uh, big sand trooper rifles, like you know, it'd be weird to see like that on the Death Star because everyone's sure. very specialized. So for it sure. just seemed odd, like they didn't think of a new thing. It's like, well, we just have this thing. We'll just Give yeah, it to this guy. I feel like because we first saw the purge troopers in um, Jedi Fallen Order, and then the next time you see them is here, and I feel like kind of almost like a natural progression of the purge trooper is just becoming the death trooper, which you know I guess well that remains to be seen. But it almost feels like a natural progression because even like their undersuits are very similar. Um, yeah, but... and I guess like going back to what I'm saying here, like the Death Troopers were introduced in Rogue One, and I feel like they've been trying to cram them into everything, like yeah, in Rebels. Rebels. Um, you know, it just seems like anytime there can possibly be a Death Trooper, there is, and then so they're they're really not that special anymore. Yeah. And then it's like, then you give their their gun away to some random, like, new trooper. I don't know. Yeah. It's just a bit I, odd. I really like trooper helmets, though. So this if this guy ever ended up on, like, a Toys Anxiety and I could just get the helmet for 50 bucks, I may honestly still do that. Because I do like having the helmets lined up on, like, a table with the Star Wars display. Or For a long time, I had my uh, DX-11 Heath Ledger's, like, the jail cell table set up with like star wars gear on it kind of like an armory table and like that looked really really cool as a, as a yeah. display so uh, i may do that with this eventually but otherwise i've got my black shadow trooper that i i still love and my my traditional white trooper and i'm, I'm good with that in terms of the uh these guys the battle droids so these guys bring me back to like well when i was 10 between 10 and 12 years old watching the phantom menace now i know these are the geonosis uh ones for sure but like i used to have the battle droids in this scale all the time i had tons of these guys back in the day and like this is the only one that i ultimately kept uh from from like you know childhood it feels like but uh you know i loved the battle droids even in that scale they used to be some of my favorite things to set up and knock down and have fun with and like they were super poseable and while they're really silly kind of like jar jar binks was like really silly for my age group at that time i thought they were wicked and great comic relief back then and all of the things um i think i would have rathered see 
two packs of these guys if they were available because to me i think getting just one might be a little strange but i wouldn't necessarily want to spend all the money to buy two separately or even more uh separately i forgive me if i'm wrong do all of them come with the c-3po helmet uh as well yeah i don't think that there's like a deluxe i think it's they just come with it so like so, if yeah. you wanted to army build these guys you'd end up with so many random c3po helmets like you could just sell those off i guess uh privately if you wanted to but strange strange inclusion i would have liked to see maybe something else uh that came with these guys instead or as i said uh scale it back and just give them a kind of a broken bone or down bare bones uh two pack uh in order to army build a little easier uh, these are the type of figures, yeah. though, that I feel like companies like Sideshow should always just have a surplus of. I feel like you should always be able to just go to the website and buy one of these uh, whenever you want to slowly army build over time. I don't feel like you should have to deal with the wait list suffering yeah, that we do great point. Uh, with, with something f- like this. You know what, Ben? You know what, Ben? That was a great point. So good of a point, in fact. Oh, yeah. A little dingle. (laughs) I like that point. Because you're right, right? Like, we're having to deal with this fucking weightless bullshit. And there should just be characters. Like, I don't... Maybe the clone pilot, right? Like, those weren't... You never really see those. But, like, the fact that the phase... um, The the new clone that just came out is, like, already hard to find. It's like... You have the ability to literally just print money Mm -hmm. by keeping these stocked. For sure. And I mean, there's cost of storage. It's, it blows so, like, my there, mind. There's, I'm sure there's a bit of a balance. There is, there, there is. You're not wrong, but it's just the, like, it's not like, like I feel like where Hot Toys got in trouble in the past was designs that weren't well received. Them stocking a lot of them, like the Sith Trooper, the Sith Jet Trooper, a lot of the First Order Troopers. No one really liked those designs. Hmm. You know, maybe in ten years that may be different. The clones' designs are like universally loved, right? Absolutely so many different options there so it's a shame that that uh you know that's not a thing um let's do uh let's do some hot seats so let's have some fun it's just us three today um so i'm gonna ask you guys to pick a character uh and why and you guys will pick a total of two characters kind of like last week the question is and you'll do one at a time Pick any two characters from the Star Wars universe to join you in a galactic heist. Who would it be and why? I'll give you three points for who I think has the better team. Two points to who I think has the second best team. Two characters. You get the f- pick one at a time. Two characters for a galactic heist. There's no specifics, but why would you choose those characters? Okay. They could be named characters. Okay. One, R2-D2 uh, can open doors, turn off alarms, uh guide me where i need to go uh okay. you know, just plug into the computers ben. um and then i oh whoa, whoa, okay. whoa, hang on, ben. uh i would say bo katan uh, she showed to be quite the badass in this last season uh wielding those guns i feel like she could be equal both protection as well as uh like uh royalty she could uh she could get her way into places for sure someone to hold at the end of the night uh <laughs> dean your second choice Oh, second choice. Got to be someone quick on their feet, good with a with a weapon. I think I'm gonna go Han Solo. Cause, okay. Okay. You know he he's he he has a way with words, and even though kind of maybe he stumbles on himself sometimes, he always manages to squeak through. So I'm gonna pick Han Solo. I would say go. Chewbacca. 
Uh, the size of him makes him a force to be reckoned with, even if he's disarmed. Uh, he's able to fly pretty much anything that you put in front of him, as well as fix things on the fly, even if the, the, the situation seems dire and there's no available parts. He will find a way to get that ship off the ground. So, I like it. I don't want to get stuck. We'll put a uh, poll. Han Solo has a ship, so. <laughs> <laughs> Whose team is better? Uh, so Dean was uh, Solo and R2. And Ben's was... Um, Chewie and Bo-Katan. Ben's was uh, Chewie and Bo-Katan. I'm going to pick the best team. Um, I'm going Thrawn and Luke Skywalker. <laughs> That's not Checkmate. Fair. Checkmate, bitches. How's that not fair? We all had the same ability to choose. Okay, I picked Vader twice. Why Thrawn? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Thrawn and Luke Skywalker are two different people. <laughs> I, I picked I'm George just... Lucas and... <laughs> Yeah, and, I think because he could just write characters into existence. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's a good uh, one. There we go. I'll let the chat decide who gets the points there. Uh, looks like Dean's hitting it up with sixty-two percent at the moment. You hate to see it. Our movie of the week was Dodgeball. Chewy average, average Joe's. Uh, oops, let's bring this back up. Average Joe's. Uh, Jim and its owner uh, Peter Lafleur are both down on their luck. A fancy competing gym called the Globo Gym, run by the maniacal health nut. White Goodman is about to put the average Joes out of business unless Peter can raise 50000 to keep his mortgage. To save the gym, Peter and a ragtag group of average Joes members and employees enter a dodgeball contest with a big cash prize. In response, White forms his own global gym team to route the competition. This movie... I felt like there was a time before memes... And a lot of people say it started with super bad, but I feel like the the endless quoting of lines for yeah. me personally started with this film in middle school. Fucking Chuck Norris. I remember we used to have like free play, and in recess, where like the whole class would pick the game that we would play on Fridays. And I kid you not, I don't think dodgeball ever lost because of this movie. And the whole time we'd be playing, we'd be doing the peekaboos, you know, the the different, uh, you know, kind of meme tricks that they're doing in the movie and just making quotes from the movie. This is one of the greatest films of all time. And the fact that ESPN, like, still tributes this every year, like, oh, it's the 10th anniversary of the the average gym, average Joe's gymnasium (laughs) taking down the global gym Purple Cobras. And then the ESPN 8, the Ocho. Ocho. Yeah, dude. The fact that they... Apparently that's a real thing. I didn't know that that was. FNA this is fantastic. F and A. I mean, I still quote this movie when someone yeah, says something too, stupid bro. in the Patreon chat. It's like that's a bold move, Cotton. Let's see if it, it works out for them. This movie is absolutely iconic. This this may be honestly, it's not a great film in the sense of like you know you're not watching an Oscar award winning story. But I'm talking one of the greatest films that I've ever seen in terms of memorable quotes, the humor, the lasting effect. When they do the, yeah. um, <laughs> what is it, the uh, car wash, and that dude's like getting that <laughs> Get real there, deep black boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just fucking iconic movies, bro. This, this, yeah. is, this is one of the most iconic films, I think, of all time. One of the best sports stories yeah. you'll ever yeah, see. Yeah, and it, it totally spawned like a... a a bunch of like other sports movies like balls of fury 
Oh yeah, um, the benchwarmers. The, yeah, like the oh, so good, but yeah, this movie honestly, fucking Rip Thorn, dude, patches of Hulahan. They got the luck of the Irish. <laughs> he gets fucking crushed. <laughs> crushed. <yeah. laughs> if you could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball. Dodge, duck, necessary. Dip, dive, and dodge. Is it necessary for me to drink my own urine? No, but I do it anyway because it's sterile and I like the taste. Like, I may, uh, yeah, the quotability of this movie is fucking legendary. <laughs> the premise is fucking so stupid, but it's such a fun, like, good movie. He's like, oh, this is razor and taser and laser. All his fucking Michelle. Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> and then the chick with the like Russian ass name is all long and shit. Um, fucking incredible. Um, Lady in red. The pirate. And everyone's like, this is a pirate? The pirate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's like, yeah, the guy on our team that's dressed like a pirate. He's like, we have a pirate on our team? <laughs> And then, like, he shows up all normal, and he's like, oh, that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, this movie. Yeah, this movie, it's very, very, um, I love this movie. Apparently, they're doing a sequel. Yeah, they're they're working on a sequel, yeah. That's That's amazing. That's why Ben Ben shows it. Ben Stiller needs to be in it, though. If it's just Vince Vaughn, I feel like it it wouldn't ring the same the same yeah. way because i honestly think as good as vince vaughn was in it if if ben stiller wasn't in this oh, film facts. it would not have been absolutely anywhere as good as it was and he, uh, he makes me laugh in every scene that he's in the whole time like nobody makes me bleed my own blood you know no, I, I, just, yeah. <laughs> just so it's many good, good so many good uh, scenes his uh, his actual wife at the time was in it uh yeah. which was interesting she was super hot back in the day oh, yeah, who's crush on her ben stiller's ben wife the blonde the blonde girl i can't remember her the name love now. interest in the movie is in his the wife. film yeah like oh the, no shit yeah i they, they i think they ended up splitting up though um unfortunately so you're saying she's available oh. she's available <laughs> but um, yeah she was uh one of the babies when they did the brady bunch re- reboot yeah. i think she they're was, still married actually she was marcia yeah, I could have sworn they were still Oh, wait, married. no. Okay, so after 17 years of marriage, they separated in 2017, but they later uh, reconciled. After living together during the COVID-19 pandemic, perhaps COVID nice. wasn't... Well, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, um, I, uh, I love this movie, guys. I'm glad you I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, uh, revisit with it anyways. I can't believe how young Justin Long was in this movie. Bro, could, everybody. Dude, he was in, in everybody, movie. but... Okay, he's young in this film, but I watched Galaxy, Galaxy Quest the other day. He is super young in that yeah, film. Yeah, man. I love Galaxy Quest, too. Dude, so. Galaxy <laughs> Quest is a fucking banger. Dude, we should do that for a movie of the week. Well, you um, can pick it when it's your choice. I think... What was I going to say? Um, you totally threw me for a loop when you brought up Justin Long. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, dude. <laughs> Shit, I totally forgot what the point I was going to make. So funny. Either way, definitely worthy. If you've somehow never seen this movie, definitely watch it. And it still holds up, honestly. Like, there's some films now I feel like the comedy doesn't quite hold yeah. up the same way. Uh, this one had me in stitches. Yeah, I think, it, like I said, the premise is so stupid that it is kind of timeless. Like, Just easy there's... to watch. Oh, I was going to say the whole thing with Chuck Norris. I think, like, this movie so... spawned the Chuck Norris meme, where it's like, Chuck Norris can swim through land or... Chuck Norris shits on the ceiling or like, like the boogeyman checks his bed at night for Chuck Norris. Like, yeah. I think this movie is responsible for that. I could be 
be wrong, but I think you're wrong. I I specifically remember that that was already a thing when this happened because oh, I remember and then they just I threw thought, I felt like in this. Yeah, like that was why. Oh, okay. I remember them being it. around the same time, but God, yeah. how old is this movie? You said middle school. Uh, yeah, so that's 2005. <laughs> yeah, I was a fucking. I wasn't. Yeah, I was in high school. I was like a sophomore. I graduated high school in 2005. We, I remember seeing this with everybody in the last last year. It was funny. It, we, the whole theater, though, that we saw it in, was just absolutely hysterical. Like, it was so it's such a fun time. Such a fun. Absolutely. Time. Um. So, we we had some suggestions. Um. Let me let me pull up something real quick. Um, so the listeners uh, a few weeks ago suggested that we do a listener movie of the week. And I want to just double check what that was. So um, let's see here. So we have a bunch of choices. I know the um, Nope was going to be one of them. I want to just let the people vote now. Uh, so how does Nope? Let's see here. Oh, Okay. Uh, Small Soldiers, Team America, World Police, and Transformers 2007. I feel like Team America is going to offend you guys. Have you seen that movie? Oh, I love I Team America. So Dean, <laughs> Dean, you get the three points for uh, Solo and R2. Uh, just don't let me forget that. Promise so let's do, another, let's do another poll. Uh, listener's Choice. <laughs> so we'll do no... We should add uh, Spaceballs to that, because... Well, it's the listeners haven't suggested it yet. Yeah, if you want Spaceballs, comment on the po- the pin post. Transformers 2007. Leonardo said John Carter. Comment never, on the I've pin post. I've still never seen that movie. Uh, Small Soldiers. You've never seen John Carter? Wow. Team America no. World Police. So I remember when it came out, it got like people loved it or hated it, but I felt like... Yeah. I felt like I was just like, oh, I, I probably won't like it then. And then it seemed like it got a real following. <laughs> years later yeah guys do me for comment hang on let me let me get through this comment on this post on auxiliary because the thing is when you comment on the live stream if we don't uh oh am i sharing the wrong page comment on this post on auxiliary because if we don't uh have it logged somewhere like this your live stream goes away after a point so comment on this post on auxiliary and that way we can pick from those in the future King Dingling yeah. says, what about the Lance Armstrong giving up Doug? <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Dodgeball. Oh. <laughs> yeah, dude. Holy shit. All right. Transformers oh, 2007 leading. Uh, Dean, can you uh, tell us about these uh, sweet angels that keep yeah, the network the going sweet, while we tally up those votes? Angels. Give a quick shout out to... <clears throat> Let me, let me make my screen big here. Ian CB, Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal, Quinn Aguirre, King Louis, Mark Pearson, Paul Schreiber, Equan, Chris Valence, Serena, Ben Thomas, <clears throat> Chris Letty, David Jones, Sam Giss, Daminator, Joao Brada, Thomas Clark, Eric Switzer, Six Guns, Figs, Billy Badfish, Toy Cartel, Sweet Sweet Danny Lee, Dee Martin, Stephen Krepp, Big Old Fern, Cesar Mariquin, Mark Phillips, Lisa Martin Bomonsky, Richter Gregorio, The Everyday Collector, Ricardo Valdez, Jose CZ, Erwin Azucena, The Illustrious Rainer, Alad Morgan, 2Crawthry, Watt, Derek B, Aries Portillo, Mark Randolph, Alvin J, Jazz Carroll, Joe Ridley, Pablo Meza, D-Rock, Matt Clevenger, Seth Tucker, CC3PO, Scott Smith, Dalmaton, Jimmy James, Stephen Purchase, Sean Usby, Scott Bradley, Stephen Maria Stanley, 
Eddie Mazanaras, Louis Bennett, Chiff Parent, Jimmy Hernandez, Gigi the Judgmental, and oh, it's her birthday today, isn't it? It is her birthday. Yeah. Happy Gigi's? birthday, Gigi. That's why Marco's Happy birthday, Gigi. Oh, and <laughs> Gigi. <laughs> and Brenton Palmer. What a bunch of angels. Happy birthday, What a Gigi. bunch of angels, indeed. Um, Let's see here for Patreon. Uh, the may slash june patreon benefits are the question of the week sticker and the spooderverse sticker sheet really want to add these to your collections um i think that they're job well done if i may um patreon starts at five dollars a month for the digital tier 750 for stickers sent straight to your door and access docs after dark replay certified crispy is 15 dollars a month you get figure fix assistance and a uh, certified crispy certificate the 25 dollars what a guy tier you get the pog deluxe set and all the doubles of all the stickers that we send out uh looking at our channel members uh we have mojo z78 absolute Irwin, lv avenger 702 omfg rick s beam andres ib daminator sam Gis, thomas clark benjamin hansen crispy big old fern cram alvin j og fan mark pearson ben thomas paul schreiber andrew gibo cc3po carlito ct603 eddie money mendez b chan fat batman justin sports cards museum philip the fool kinky sphincter universal key eclectic collector to country single songwriter jake zeke uh equan the everyday collector dj toy cartel kj smith adrian aguirre knight slifer baby boy 562 steffi mike oxlong just another friday night noble young one six figure focus blue beetle and gotham Cenobites. you can join the channel membership uh for 99 cents if you are already a patreon member or uh 2.99 for the peanut gallery if you are not you get access to loyalty badges emojis and weekly member shout outs taking a look at the network here we have after dark tomorrow at 10 30 uh collectors club friday uh, at 10 reissue just happened on sunday question like every sunday as well uh ox pd we have uh i'm hoping we can play tomorrow night dana if possible because we have dnd on saturday uh we had some technical difficulties we were going to play cowboys but uh we weren't able to play on last saturday uh, live and let dice returns for season two of of our campaign it's called uh live and let dice calamity starting uh saturday at 8 p.m uh ofac uh next thursday uh bricks and brews and then i think we have small talk this week i gotta see if i can make that one but yeah, should be uh, should be a great week of content as per usual. If you want to join us on T Public, get T-shirts, some swag. I think they're on sale this week, so definitely a good time to purchase if you've been holding out. And looking at friends of the show, we got John the Everyday Collector on Fridays uh, on on Fridays on our channel at Club, and then he also uploads um, Club and the Club Trivia as its own thing on his show. Uh, One Six Fix, uh, Marco and Gigi on their channel. And then we also have Ben Thomas on the Ben Thomas show. So be sure to support our friends on their, uh, their own channels. Uh, and we can all grow together. Yes. Anyways, anyone have any shout outs they want to give? Obviously shout out to Gigi. It's our birthday. Yeah, shout and out to Gigi. I think she Why finished. You sound like, uh, the Joker. He's like, right. Um, <laughs> I think Marco said that she finished law school, but not the bar, I guess. So congratulations. That's obviously a huge accomplishment. I've been watching, uh, I've been watching, uh, suits clips on TikTok, So I'm somewhat of a lawyer myself. Uh, but anyways, uh, do you guys have any shout outs that you want to give? 
definitely tune in to Let's Get Nuts on the Ben Thomas Show if you guys missed it on Sunday. We had a really fun show with Pete, uh, Zach, as well as Marco, but every week we've got different panelists on there as well. So that's Sunday at 3 p.m. Mountain Standard Time that it goes live, but I always put it up on the show for, uh, for replay action. So if you guys missed it, go check it out. It was a fun show, uh, and I always appreciate the boys uh, when they join me. There you go. Um, let's see, Dean, any shout-outs you want to give? Uh, not off the top of my head. All right. Uh, D&D, like I said, is starting back up on Saturday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. So even if you're not a big fan of D&D, I would appreciate that you guys watching tonight on 8 p.m. Saturday. Just hop in there, say hello, you know, just spend a few minutes there, and then we we can wave goodbye. But it would mean a lot to have some some good views on that first episode, Uh, especially because we've had... uh, I think it's like three months off. Uh, we've been working on building the story for the second campaign. Obviously, all of the show is live, so we don't know what's happening, but Cody's been, you know, kind of spinning the web, building a nice little world for us to inhabit. So it should be very fun. Our last campaign was about 15 months long, so if you if you didn't join that one because you felt it was too late, this one's kind of a clean slate, same characters, some carryover, but it's a real nice starting off point. And one thing that we're going to do this season is make the arcs a little bit smaller and that way if you jump in in the middle of the campaign you're not totally lost but uh yeah ben thank you for coming tonight dean as well and for everyone in the chat we appreciate you being here leaving us your thoughts and uh, be sure to comment on the uh movie of the week choice uh for uh you know so we can do the the next fans choice on the next cycle Looks like Transformers 2007 won with 37% of the vote. So Transformers 2007 is our first um, channel, fan channel movie of the week pick. But yeah. Is that the one with Shia LaBeouf? Shia LaBeouf. I'm Zach. Actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. I'm Dean. (laughs) And I'm Ben. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.